Hi, Dave. Hi, Eric. Hey, Dave. Do we curse on this podcast? Yes, Eric. Yes, we do. Are you ready, kids? Get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in Collecting. Collecting where we talk toy news, culture, and hauls, along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Hello. We're back to, uh, to the Brothers Weinbrecht, the, the, uh, the, the parade of... this week's of... guest is not a guest. <laughs> it's just us. It's just us. Um, man, what a string of guests, though. Yeah. Thank you to everybody. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was wild. You know, we had we, we went from we had Jamie Burrard, we had Ty Butler, we had uh, surprise uh, Matt Cardona, and, and of and of course uh, and Brian Volkweiss. So I mean, just like a fun string of things. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. That was a lot of fun. Um, we hope, uh, Dave and I hope that you're all staying safe and, uh, and that you're, you're all healthy and, you know, we're happy to be back with, with another episode, uh, you know, on our usual format. So on today's episode, we'll be covering news and hauls, right? Like usual. Um, Dave, we're going to play another round of your favorite game. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna name that toy or guess that toy. Okay. Name name that toy, Dave. We're gonna play another round of name that toy. All right. And I think I think I'm gonna get you. Okay. I'm I, I think I'm gonna do it. We'll we'll see. But I I, th- I think I have a good one. Um. I shit. have a, a Joan Calamezzo uh, Parks and Rec reference in there somewhere. Okay. I still haven't watched enough of that. She's always trying to to gotcha Leslie. Oh, so. uh, uh, how was that? How was that reunion that they did? The fun little like, oh, it was, virtual it was fantastic. It was great. I heard. I heard. I got to catch up so that way I can then watch that. So that way it makes sense. Yes. Um, speaking of watching things, did you, uh, the the season premiere of a toy store near you came out? Um, I got a chance to watch it. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, it was great. It's it's really it's really cool how um, Brian and and the Nacelle company are shining a light on these local stores that are are having a difficult time during the pandemic, and it's very clever how they're they're being shot, and it's a little it feels a little manic at times, but I, I think that captures kind of the essence of of what's going on. Um, it, it was cool though. Billy Galaxy uh, has a has a really cool story. He does, and I was—I did not know that he was a um, uh, a, a punk rocker. So I—I I got to check out some of his music. Yeah, and he was like selling toys at shows and stuff. That was—it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's right up our alley. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, so let's let's jump into news because it has been a long ass time since we've talked about toy news. Um, I guess I can I can start. Uh. I'll I'll start with the Hasbro stuff since that's kind of like right in my wheelhouse. Uh, they have started their Fan First Fridays, which we did talk about previously, but um, they have been kind of ruling the the toy internet um, with you know the 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 Friday announcements that they've they've had so far. 
Um, they've had Transformers announcements. They've done a Marvel Legends one. They did a, uh, a Star Wars one. Um, all very interesting stuff. They are kind of doing this Q&A style um, live panel with some of the creative minds behind the lines. Uh, and what's really neat is they actually have actionable items uh, from the events. So it's not just an announcement of new product. They're actually announcing the product and then immediately putting it up for pre-order, which is super cool. Um, a lot of what we saw at Toy Fair has been part of those announcements. So the, the Spider-Man uh, retro wave from Marvel Legends. Um, they've also announced the... <laughs> absolutely insane deadpool wave that includes pirate pool and and jeff the land shark which is <laughs> i still can't get over that that strong guy build a figure wave has a jeff the land shark figure in there um just, or that we have a strong guy build a figure wave like that's yeah here we are such an out there character it's pretty cool yeah and and we get the the yellow and blue uh finally get the yellow and blue um Deadpool, X-Men, Deadpool, X-Men. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. And Black Tom is in the wave. It's it it is an awesome, weird wave. That's that's like definitely like a fan flex from from that team. But the biggest takeaway from from the Marvel Fan First Friday event uh, was, of course, the pseudo tease slash reveal of um, what will likely be the next Haslab project. Um, they showed off a leg. A giant leg that could only be a uh, a sentinel. Um, yeah, and man, that thing is huge. Uh, we we posted it on our on our feed. You're gonna have to scroll back a little ways to find it, but uh, that model leg. I mean, it it absolutely dwarfs the Days of Future Past uh, sentinel that they had put out a few years ago. Um, this thing is gonna be huge. I I can't imagine what the price point is gonna be on it, but. You know, if if they can do a um, you know the the Jabba sail barge and then uh, Unicron for Transformers, both of those were pretty high price points. They were you know the four hundred five hundred dollar range. So I will I would expect a five hundred dollar Sentinel. <laughs> yeah, I mean that leg was was quite large. Yeah, it it's I mean people have been wanting it for a long time. Uh, I, I am, I count my, I count my lucky, my lucky stars that it's not, you know, uh, some sort of MCU tie-in project because I'd be on the hook for it. I'm still kicking myself for have not going in on that sail barge, even though I have nowhere to display it. Um, and it probably would have led to a divorce. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, I could I, probably confirm both of those. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't know where I would have put it. That's the thing. I, I can definitely confirm that you have no room for it. Yeah, I, man, but I still, I still wish I had supported it. That I'm, I'm glad it got funded. I'm glad everyone got it. But you know, as much of a, a three and three quarter collector as I am, I, I just feel like I missed the boat on that. Um. So yeah. So Has Hasbro's been uh, announcing tons and tons of stuff the other big announcement from them of course for star wars is the the redesign of the the black series boxes and um and the launch of some new figures and a new numbering scheme um as again if you have been following us on instagram uh we did post about it this change in the black series line um is the end of the line for friend of the pod uh gregory titus uh, he is no longer doing the art for the boxes, which have been so incredibly definitive to the line. Um, 
you know, the new boxes are, are striking. They have this kind of mural aspect to them when you line them up. So people who are either saving the boxes or, or leaving their figures mint on card have something to display uh, additionally, which is which is neat. But uh, at the same time, it's it's bittersweet because, you know, Greg has been so important to that line. And, you know, since the beginning, since they were three and three quarter inch figures. So it's kind of sad to see him go. Yeah, but it'll be cool to see whatever he does moving forward too. Yeah, we were we were very sure to, to as soon as as soon as I saw that the new box art had come out, I immediately reached out to him and I was like, "Hey, the art looks different. Still you?" <laughs> and uh and you know, he sh- he shared the news with with us and uh you know, we're going to keep an eye on on what he's doing and and to Dave's point, you know, we'll definitely uh have him back on to talk about future projects if if he stays in the toy space because he's such a talented guy and you know and we love what he does yeah um i mean you know that was synonymous for the longest time so dave let's um let's hop over to wrestling what's what's been going on with uh with our wrestling figures um so there's new elite squad um Oh yeah, that's right. Because since we've been on, there were changes at the WWE, uh, right? Uh, among Matt Cardona the- and Brian Myers are no longer there. Yeah. Um, so the new representatives of the Elite Squad are um, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae, which is awesome. Um, it's good to see the husband and wife combo there. Um, doing that and representing collecting and representing figures. Um, so that's really cool. And they're, they're definitely collectors. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. So it's really cool to see that there's, that they're still moving forward and still having, you know, that kind of fan connection, but also, um, they announced the Viking Raiders. So yeah. that's Eric and Ivar, which is really cool. Guys with beards that rival yours, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> And a name that rivals mine. If I if I ever meet it's him, the same, so I know. And but you know the rule. If I ever meet another Eric with a K, we have to fight to the death. It's like Highlander. You will not win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope he'll, I hope he enjoys co-hosting adventures and collecting. If if that's the case, <laughs> I hear he's nice. I hear he's a very nice man. <laughs> oh, but both are are great. <laughs> Uh, what else have they? What else have they announced? I feel like there's been uh been some more elites. No, uh, New Japan, right? There was an announcement yeah, from New Japan. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling Series Two at Super Seven was not only announced, um, uh, but also went up for pre-order. It is uh Los Ingobernables de Japan. Um, I probably mispronounced that in some form or fashion so it I sounded apologize. it sounded really good and you were really confident about how you pronounce it so uh, kudos um but it is uh tetsuya naito it is evil um it is hiromu takahashi and it is bushi so um that's that's a really cool set um it is it is quite good um everything so far looks awesome yeah, they they're doing such an incredible job with those figures. Um, when they, alongside that series two announcement, they released like final packaging and and looks for the first wave, right? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I, I'm very excited for me. That was an immediate pre-order. Um, I'm excited for the figures for series one to, um, come in hand. Um, I'm excited for series two, whenever those come out, um, I'm excited to see what they do down the road. Cause so far there's been some sort of kind of new Japan stable. New Japan has a lot of groups. Um, most wrestlers are in some sort of group in New Japan pro wrestling. Um, so the first one was um, was Chaos, and then um, Tanahashi is on his own. And then the second one is Lij, and now you know where do we go with the third one? Is there going to be Suzuki Goon? Is there going to be Bullet Club? What's what's going to be next? So um, I was going to say. Really- Bullet Club's the the big one though. That's the those are the T-shirts I see everywhere. It's very surprising that they haven't, with kind of Bullet Club being the most well known thus far. I mean, but it, it could be sensitivity with you know just the fact that it's it's Bullet. I don't know you know if there's I I don't watch it, so I don't know if there's like gun references with it or if it's just kind of like a name. I I I don't know. That would be my guess, though, is that maybe there's like gun sensitivity. Could be. Which I mean, it's fair. It's just totally yeah, that's fair. fair. Um, yeah, but those those figures, like I remember when when we were gearing up for Toy Fair, and uh, we had seen the like the the renderings right uh, of the figures, and we were going back and forth with like I don't know about those faces. Like those faces are definitely like three D renderings. I don't know how they're gonna look on the final product. That was the one thing I was disappointed wasn't actually there. It was those same renders. Yeah. But now that they've released photos of the final products, it's like, whoa. Yeah, they, they <laughs> nailed it, I think. Um, and then Super 7 also put out the uh, Andre the Giant reaction figures. Those are available. So That's right. That's right. The, uh, with the brown vest, right? And then the other one is just the, the singlet? Yes. Uh, s- some other news uh, outside of the the realm of wrestling. Uh, NECA has announced, and and we saw them on display at Toy Fair. Uh, we saw prototypes, but officially announced their Back to the Future figures, um, which look out of this world. <laughs> There's uh, four of them. Um, there is. The uh, Marty McFly and Biff Tannen from Back to the Future, from the original. Then there's the Marty McFly from Back to the Future Part 2. And then there is the Marty McFly as uh, Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. Um, and they just absolutely crushed it with the, the likenesses of of those characters. I mean, like it, it looks like a little Michael J. Fox. It's borderline creepy if it weren't so cool yeah i mean those neca always does a great job um i mean they just do every neca figure i think looks awesome um it makes it so difficult to not just dive in head first to neca um i I have the bug man we'll we'll talk about it in halls but i i i uh i did some i did some damage to my wallet (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in between the last episode we talked about halls and and today i'm i'm going to keep it short as short as i can but uh yeah those neca figures are real good <laughs> yeah um i mean we were talking today i i will 
I know one of the things you got, so I'll wait to talk about it then. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Uh, in in the world of imports, uh, Bluefin Brands, um, the uh, the Tamashi Nations, they announced their new one ninth scale, uh, like super detailed figures, and the first one is is going to be Son Goku from um adult Goku from uh from Dragon Ball. And it's got, they have, like, hidden hidden joints, and it's almost like a cross between an SH Figure Arts figure and something along the lines of, like, a Hot Toys or a, uh, or a, a Sideshow. Uh, it looks unbelievable. There's, like, interchangeable eyes and face plates and hair, and, like, the likeness is just incredible. Yeah, I... It's it's a it's an absolutely gorgeous looking figure, and that was announced uh, today. We're recording. It's it's what it's Thursday, the June fourth. Um, that was announced this morning on on Instagram. So, a uh, really cool looking figure. Yeah, I, I Funko did um announced a whole bunch of like kind of halfway to Halloween, uh, Funko Ween. Oh yeah, Funko Ween stuff. Um. I mean, the real big ones for me was a new wave of Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. Um, we're getting a Mayor re-release for everybody that did not get Mayor the first time. Um, the chase is he's holding something different. There was a really awesome, and I, I 100% pre-ordered it, um, Oogie Boogie movie moment with the... Um, I always call it the Boardwalk Wheel. Yeah, because it's like the wheel game you play at the boardwalk. Yep. Um, and it's it's such an awesome color palette to it. It's you know, um, the only movie moments I have are the Nightmare Before Christmas ones. So for me, that was that was like a must. Um, and then there's a new Haunted Mansion wave. Yeah, there is. Um, where we're starting to get, we at least have two of the uh, the stretching paintings. Um. With, of course, a chase of the character either in the beginning painting pose or the stretched painting pose. So um, those are fantastic. There how, is. How are you? How are you going to manage that? Are you going to? Are you going to just be like cool with the one that you get, or is there a specific like? Do you want the stretched version? I would love them both. I ordered two of each. Whatever happens, happens. Gotcha. All right. Fair. Um. And then um. There was also the other one, which I think is awesome from that is there's a maid, but it's, it's basically a cast member. Yeah. So yeah, they're like, they're like the key, like the, 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 the cast members that you see on the queue or, you know, before you get in your doom buggy. Mm -hmm. So like for that, I was like, yes, this is, this is a great set. So who are they really, who are they really missing now? Like they've made right they've they've made the 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 graveyard keeper with the dog um i mean the other two paintings okay the other two a male paintings. cast member they did hat box um, ghost right because they have the they're calling her the maid um hat box was and the hitchhiking ghost were the original like park only ones yeah, yeah i think they were the original park pops as well i don't think there were any before that Okay. I think they were the f the first park exclusive ones. Um, Do they have a Madame Leota? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that was part of the last wave. 
I'm trying to think, what are, so, what are some of the other, like, the organ player? I don't know if they, they could do something like that. The organ player is going to be the next park exclusive. Ah, there we go. Um, You're welcome for that setup. I, le- then, I legit did not know that. <laughs> I mean, they could do, like, the busts of the uh, famous Ghost Riders. They could do, like, the graveyards with the heads popping up. Oh, see, I was thinking when you said the busts, I was actually thinking the three busts at the end were the one where, like, one is, like, Thrall Ravenscroft, and, like, they're, they're like, cracked, and, like, one's, like, leaning on the other one. Like, it would have to be three. Yeah. I, I don't know how that would work, though, so. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the logistics of that. It could be, like, a scene. I don't know. Yeah, I guess if they wanted to do it as, like, a ride, per se. Yeah. Um, They've already done the Doom Buggy. I mean, they could always put anybody in the Doom Buggy. This is true. Oh, like a glow-in-the-dark version of one of the hitchhiking ghosts in the Doom Buggy. I think that's what it was at first. Because that would be cool. I know it was one of the hitchhiking ghosts in the Doom Buggy, but it's just a question of, you know, they could make three more or two more. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but those are really cool. I'm ex- I'm excited for those. I I was I I was paying attention to the the Funko Ween. There there's also wasn't there like a new um I know you mentioned the name for Christmas ones, but there's like a like a um, especially designed Jack, isn't there? Yeah, there's a 10-inch Jack. Yeah. Yeah, the, I, I uh, mean the Nightmare for Christmas ones always do well for them. Yeah, they're they're always good. Um, let's see. Let's think. Uh, anything else for news? I I think that pretty much covers it. Other than just kind of like the general like stuff that's already been announced has gone on sale. Like the the um the White Knight McFarlane uh DC multiverse figures are all available for pre order. That's uh, Azrael, Batman, and uh and the Joker. Um, we didn't mention uh, Old Man Hawkeye, but I think I think that was a cool one. Yeah, yeah, during during the Marvel Legends presentation, that was another figure that was shown off at Toy Fair, but we got a, a better look at it. Um, which is really neat because it, it has the new um it has the new buck. It has the new uh pinless or yeah, pinless joint system. Um so you, you you can't really see where the double jointed elbows are and stuff, like the there's no pins okay. visible. So um really cool it looks really slick it's going to allow them to do a little bit more detail and, and sculpting so you know i'm curious to see what other figures they apply that to in the future yeah that'll, that'll be really neat um dave let's let's jump in the halls let's because it's i know we both okay. have, have a lot to talk about we uh, have a little um i'm gonna let you go first you go first with your halls um so it's been a long time, so I don't remember what I talked about last time. Um, but, I mean, for the most part, every, a lot of what I've gotten or of what I've purchased, you've picked up for me um, on running errands. But uh, I got, um, from the most recent WWE Elite series, I got Kalisto, Mandy Rose, uh, The Hurricane, in the standard variant and Pete Dunn. Yeah, sorry, um, I could, sorry, I couldn't find white boots for you, man. That's all right. It's if I ever see it, it, it wouldn't be awful to have two hurricanes. So, um, that was kind of more. I'll say, <clears throat> I feel like the one the 
basic one or not the basic one but the the standard one is more of like the classic look it's i just a, thought there was more interesting deco on the chase it's such a good looking figure and i lo- like i love how they posed him in the box too yeah like, like they and and i was saying this when i picked him up for you like i'm so a lot of the a lot of the wrestlers like i'm not intimately familiar with who they are but like i remember hurricane um and that that figure like the detail on it the likeness the profile the 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 sculpting the deco like they just they absolutely nailed that figure absolutely nailed that figure like i was so impressed everything on it's good yeah so impressed um i also was able to find um you found one and i found the other um Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, the Iconics. There you go. Um, both of those were kind of store exclusive, um, so I was able to find those. Yeah, I've been having um, a lot of luck at, at Target again. For a while, I wasn't. I've been having a lot of luck at my local Target. Yeah, it's... Um, I mean, it's luck. It's what it is. If you get there at the right time, you might find something. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I get? I got, um, oh, I placed an order at ringside collectibles. Speaking of, uh, the standard variant, I got the standard variant, Kurt Hawkins, um, in the standard Mets orange and blue. Nice. And I got the, uh, Hardy Boys Brood two pack. Cause I was just kind of had like a fear of missing out on it. That was like really the only era of Hardys I don't have represented. So yeah, those are cool outfits. Yeah, those are cool. Um, and I also found on uh, I was able to pick up on Amazon. I was able to get the Undisputed Era three pack: Adam Cole, Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. So um, I now have all four members of the Undisputed Era. Yeah, and that you got a super good deal on that. You got them for like under retail. Uh, retail on that, I think was, I got it for a little over retail. A figure a little like over. 20 bucks a figure, no? I think the three pack was 50 when okay. it came out. All right. Fair. Still better than the, the like 90 bucks that the, the guy at the toy over, show wanted. But I was okay with that. Yeah. Um, we also, before I go into my stuff, we, we both got some, some goodies from our friends at, uh, at Diamond, Diamond Collectibles. Yeah, Diamond Select. Thank you very much. Yeah, we got a, a a nice little care package from uh from Diamond that had uh Star Force Captain Marvel, Game Reverse PS4 Spider Man, um, which is in the running for my favorite Spider Man figure of all time now. Uh, <laughs> um, you got uh the Tron figures. Oh my God! All uh, yeah, Tron, Sark, and um, and Flynn. And then what was the last one? I'm missing one. Jay. Jay. That's right. Yeah. The... Jay of Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, of uh, specifically of the reboot. Yeah, of Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Um, awesome figure. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Very much looking forward to uh, opening those and showing everybody what we got. Yeah, the first the first uh, review video um, that we have up, we did do Spider Man already. He's up. Uh, the video's on our YouTube. Um, it, it like I said, it's it's in the running for my favorite Spider-Man figure of all time. He's a little big, because you know I typically collect Marvel Legends, 
but um, he does scale well with certain figures, and he's in a very specific part of my display right now where he's currently dueling with Carnage and uh, and Venom, um, and he looks great. Uh, again, awesome accessories. Um, Dave, speaking of, before I go into my... Um, my my halls of late speaking of favorite figures i was thinking um we have listeners we have followers on instagram um we are talking to people other than each other wouldn't it be cool if we used the reviews for the podcast as a way for our listeners to tell us about their favorite toys yeah that'd be cool so what i'm thinking is if you're listening to this and first of all thank you um second of all if you like what you hear head on over to your your whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on whether it's spotify google apple podcast whatever and leave us a little review and mention what your favorite toy is and or if you have like some super fun toy story that you want to share with us um mention it and we'll read it on the show and we'll talk about it and i think that'd be a fun way to to get some feedback from you guys um with with you know what you want to hear and what you want to tell us about because you guys are are collectors too so we want to we want to hear from you yeah that'd be fun so let's do it yeah let's 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 hear let's hear your stories out there people um yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump into halls i have been busy um (laughs) uh so as I've mentioned before, uh, I collect specifically, uh, w- with with few exceptions, the MCU Marvel Legends. Um, and the fact that I am pretty much caught up on Star Wars figures, everything that I don't have, there, there's only one older figure that I want that I'm really missing. I'm missing that, that three and three quarter uh, Quay Tulsite from uh, Solo. The the uh, He's of the Pike Syndicate. It's the one figure from that that uh, series I could not find anywhere and like people are finding it for like three dollars at some place called Ollie's um which which <laughs> we, we don't have in New Jersey so if anyone's got a bead on uh or, or excuse me a lead on um on one of those figures hit us up because I need him but uh since I'm caught up with the Star Wars figures otherwise I've been kind of filling out in some other areas um specifically that MCU area so i uh i finished the black order thanks to mercari so i was able to pick up um proxima midnight the completed uh call obsidian build a figure and um and i actually caught uh um ebony maw on amazon for retail like it was was 19.99 um so i picked that up um and then the the so what spurred all of this Dave was they had Walmart had the exclusive of Loki and Corvus Glaive. And I already had Loki, Loki I had the Loki from the Ragnarok uh wave and I love that costume like the bright green and gold. And the the Loki that was in this two pack was just a repaint of like the darker like black and green costume that he's wearing at the end of Ragnarok and and the beginning of Infinity War, and it was like fifty bucks for the two pack. Um, originally, it was like really difficult to find. I wasn't too concerned with completing the Black Order because you know as as we know with these with these a lot of these toys 
when Hasbro produces them, they're given uh, story art. Like, they're not finalized designs of these characters. And oftentimes, the product that ends up coming out doesn't, it isn't screen accurate. And that's definitely the case with, with Proxima, with uh, Ebony Maw, and with Call Obsidian. They're, they're wearing almost entirely different outfits and looks from, from the way that they are in the final film. But uh, Corvus Glaive looks perfect. So I resisted buying that two-pack at full price because I, I knew that if I had Corvus Glaive and Thanos that I would need the rest of the Black Order. Um, so needless to say, that two-pack went on clearance for $24. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I picked that up, and, and that spurred me to to grab the rest of them. So thanks to the the uh, the people on Mercari who were letting them go, um, I was able to get them. Um, along with them, I also got the which is to date the most expensive Marvel Legends uh, figure that I've purchased. Well, I guess we'll call it a big boy purchase, um, like some other podcasts call things like this, but. I, I I dropped uh, almost seventy bucks on on the the Hulkbuster, and it's the one from that two pack that uh that Age of Ultron two pack, the Target exclusive for going back, and it is I'm looking at it right now. It is it is by far the largest figure or second largest figure I own. The only thing I own that's larger than that is the Rancor. Um, okay. It's just it's it. For those of you that have it, and Dave, you haven't gotten a chance to see it yet, but when you when you come over, I'm just gonna hand it to you. Like with no with no context, we're just like here. Um, like when you start to in- inspect a figure, it's like wow, he's got like look at these chunky fingers and like these big like feet with like heels and like he like it's just it is just a huge ass figure. Um, and it looks great. So I'm I'm really happy to have that. I am now after today's purchase again on Mercari. Um, and my other big boy purchase, I I finally got. Agent Coulson from that Toys R Us uh, shield. I was gonna say you might as well say what they are. Yeah, yeah, I got uh, I got Agent Coulson from um, from that Toys R Us three pack, complete. So he's got both heads, and he has the uh, the gun that he threatens Loki with in in the Avengers. So, oh, that's cool. He's such a rare figure that people sell just the sunglasses head for like thirty bucks. Because if you just get the sunglasses head and you have, say, you know, an Everett Ross or you have a Tony Stark figure, you can pop their heads off and put the Coulson head on it and boom, you have a Coulson figure. You have, you know, a a white dude in a suit. So, like, it works. Um, So I was having a hard time finding eBay or Mercari listings that were complete, that had both heads and the gun. that weren't obscenely priced. Uh, I ended up winning this for $42 shipped. I had a 10% off eBay coupon that, that was sent to me from eBay. So super happy with what I paid for him. Um, in the end, I, I, I say I won because I, I paid $15 for, um, or I paid, I paid $18 for Nick Fury. I paid 40, two dollars say for for colson and um and i paid 15 i think it was 15 yeah i think i, I got her at a at a, a toy show um yeah so i i came in i came in well under for maria hill maria hill That's... sorry i didn't say her name um yeah i paid 15 dollars for maria hill so 
we we've this is gone, what I'm here for. <laughs> we've gone back and forth multiple times about the deal that I passed up at, at that toy fair for the three pack, but finally I can say that I've won. I got them. I got them for the price that I offered. Under the price that I offered, the uh, the gentleman selling them at toy fair. So I'm ha- I'm happy at, at the toy show, not a toy yeah, fair. Yeah, toy show. Thank you. Um. Yeah. Again, so- what I'm here for. <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm now, uh, I, I would say I'm at the point with the MCU figures um, where I don't, I honestly don't think I'm going to get the three, the three characters I'm, I'm missing, the three characters I do not have represented, which is Colleen Wing, Danny Rand, and The Collector, um, all three of which were, um, were con exclusives, so the... Uh, Colleen and Danny were part of a uh, San Diego Comic-Con Defender set, Netflix Defender set. Um, each alone, they go for like 70, 80 bucks plus. Um, Danny usually goes for somewhere in like the 120 to 130 dollar range. And the collector, same thing. He's in that like seventy dollar range. I'm I'm kicking myself every day for not buying that for fifty dollars when it was available at uh at uh, the Disney store. So. Yeah, I missed the boat on that one. And they made a big deal, made like a big stink about the fact that Benicio del Toro let them use a likeness and that they were never going to produce it again. And, you know, yeah. So I, I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get those. But I think otherwise, you know, other than the gaps that I wish that they would fill um, in Marvel Legends, um, like, you know, the entire cast of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm like caught up with with my Marvel Legends, which is wild. Didn't yeah. she get something else? Oh, yeah. Surprise shipment from Amazon. Things, that thing wasn't supposed to come in until, like, the end of the month. All of a sudden, it, it came pre... I needed to order, like, a tool for... for uh... of, of the things that I was like, yeah, but we'll talk about that later. You were going to skip over the thing I was going <laughs> to mention. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I completely forgot. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got my Egon from the, the Plasma series. I haven't opened them yet because I have a plan to wait until I have all of them. And what I want to do is I want to open them all at once. And I want to do a live video of like the build a figure, like putting putting the um the the devil dog together. I needed a new twenty four volt transformer for my um for my doorbell of all things. That's not a toy. Yeah, no, like an actual like piece of like electrical equipment for my my ring doorbell. And the Hasbro box... did not release that. And the, the box came in, and I was like, "Well, there's two things in here. What is this?" And I opened the box and. It was Egon, and uh, thankfully I am not a person who collects on card because the box was all beat up from the transformer sliding back and forth in the box, like beating up the the box. But uh, yeah, and then it, like it was funny, it it arrived, and I opened it and I got an you know an, the 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 text message from Amazon that said like your transformer has arrived, again not a toy, um. And then I got a text message about two hours later that said, your Ghostbusters Egon Spengler has shipped. And then the next day, I got a text message that said, your Egon Spengler has arrived. So I don't know, I don't know what happened, but thank you to whoever it was at Amazon that decided I was getting that early. Because it's the only one I couldn't get from Hasbro Pulse. It sold out too quickly. So the rest I'm waiting for from, from Hasbro. So 
And I, I think they're back up because I was looking at them today. Oh, good. That Maybe that means they'll ship early because they're supposed to ship like um, the middle of June. I mean, it, it's, it looks like it's going to ship a week out, a week from now. Or like the fifteenth, whatever. Yeah, that was um, yeah, that was when 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 they're supposed to ship. Um, but so are you in yeah, on them? Now? Are you are you going to get? I'm thinking them? about it. I'm thinking about it because um, they are great, and I am always a big fan of jumping into a line if it's new, yeah. um, or if it's something that's just so steadily rotating that I I haven't missed out too bad because there's always just a chance that. You know, like in wrestling, there's they're gonna there's probably gonna be another figure of that person, um, or if there was, it's not that far out from being released. Um, so this, it's it's Ghostbusters. the The figures look fantastic, which is why I'm thinking of kind of jumping in there in that that uh, seven inch scale. So six inch, six inch scale. Six. Okay, uh, I thought I saw on Pulse it was seven, but. No, they're they're the, looking at they're the same stuff. they're the same scale as uh as the Marvel Legends and the GI Joes and the Star okay. Wars Black series, yeah. So yeah, that's you know, especially there's only six thus far, so yeah. yeah. And and the thing is, you can I mean, you you really we we were talking about this earlier. Um, you know, we both love the you know the answer the call Ghostbusters the uh the. The Kristen Wiig, uh, Melissa McCarthy, um, Leslie Jones, and uh, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Um, yeah, we we love those Ghostbusters, and it, and you could find the Mattel ones who are also six inch scale. They will scale with these Ghostbusters, so you can have the uh, the the dream team. You know, <laughs> the dream team of of our dreams. It, should you should you desire to? Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I'm I'm more curious to see what they're going to do with future waves of this line because there are figures granted th- this was supposed to be timed with the release of a new film. Um the 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 long awaited technically Ghostbusters 3. Um cuz this is a sequel to to Ghostbusters 2. Uh, presumably the second wave would have, you know, Finn Wolfhard and Paul Rudd and you know some of the everybody f- from the new movie. Yeah, you would yeah. think. Um, but considering that they made the original Ghostbusters, I-, I would be more curious to see if they did a wave with like Lewis and Janine and you know Shinoche and uh, and and Vigo. Like those would be cool. And I know de- so like a Ghostbusters two wave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Slimer, you know, and and then you could you could make the build a figure the other the other dog, and that way you have the two dogs. Um, but I, well, if I, you're I, doing a Ghostbusters two build a figure wave, the build a figure would have to be like Slimer or Vigo, I would think. Yeah, it could be Vigo. Yeah, because then you can make an enormous Vigo. Yeah, which would be cool. Uh, I mean, in, in in all reality, if they decide not to do that, Diamond did make Ghostbusters figures a few years ago, and their Vigo is quite excellent. Before I got back into, like, large-scale figure collecting, where, you know, I wasn't really collecting six- and seven-inch scale figures, um, I actually thought about picking up just Vigo, because he's one of my favorite film villains of all time. I wonder if, if Lewis is a, like, Rick Moranis license issue. I don't know. 
That's a good question. I but I think he's starting to get back into like acting again. I I heard rumblings that there's like a Honey the I Shrunk the Kids thing happening on Disney Plus, and he's involved. I mean, who knows until yeah. anything actually happens. This is true. This is true. Um, the other the other big purchase uh, that I made that and I'll I'll end with this is I finally got my my Akira figures. Um, the from McFarlane's uh, 3D Japan animation line from back in like it's they're like 19 years old. Um, yeah, I got Tetsuo Kaneda, and I was able to get the uh, Kaneda's bike. So, uh, super excited to have them to I. I now that we're you know we're still working from home and all of that and my my display also doubles as my my work desk and i have kaneda tetsuo and the bike in a place where i can literally i'm staring at them right now and i'm just smiling um i'm so happy to have them check out the video check out the unboxing yeah it's true check out the unboxing um and i think we've talked about watch watch eric be the most nervous man alive (sighs) oh my goodness dude that I, Those I, joints sounded tight. In retrospect, I kind of wish that I had filmed me opening up Canada because I had a full dialogue with myself out loud while I was opening him. Like I was like talking to him, like like just like just let me just let me bend your arm. Like it's fine, it's fine. This arm's gonna bend. We're not gonna have any problems. It's gonna be great. Your shoulders go. Oh God, it's not moving. Like you know, like it was it was very. Uh, it was very tense. Tetsuo has much fewer. Um, he has much fewer joints and things that move. Kaneda's got a lot of like um, mid-arm rotations and and like he's got like a weird placed like thigh cut and then his calves also rotate. So like there was a lot of things to get moving again and and there was a lot of tense moments. So well, I I finally opened Superman. I've got him. Uh next to wonder woman nice. up here on my desk and uh did you get you got I, your, and you got your christopher reeves pose right yeah he, well it's the arm out and the other hand to his side and then you know knee up and leg straight so i i took advantage of the flight stand very cool you can't get him totally horizontal but no it's tough with the with his cape but you can get him enough where he's got that classic you can't do both hands on the hips but He's such a good figure. It's a it's a great figure. Yeah, and just and just today I got in my my Arkham Batman and Joker. So really excited to finally have those and get those out. So that that'll probably be our next. That that'll probably be uh, if you're listening to this on on Monday. What is it on on Monday June eighth? Uh, the Wednesday following this, uh, we should have an unboxing up for uh, for Batman and the Joker. And also, you heard us talk about those uh, New Japan Series 2 pre-orders. If you're listening to this on Monday, pre-orders closed yesterday. So I hope you got them. Womp womp. Uh, I guess that would be my last haul. I pre-ordered those. Yeah. Well, Dave, do you know what that means? Uh, it means it's time to guess that toy. It's time to play Name That Toy! <laughs> All right. So and the music, I, I I'm aware of the music. Yeah, but we're, we didn't cue the music yet. Music starts when oh, we okay. ask the questions. All right, so Dave, I'm gonna try to stump you here. Well, I'm up by one, right? It's two to one. You are. 
You are indeed up by one. All right. So just a quick reminder of the rules. Um, so I am going to read facts. I have one, two, three, four, five facts about this toy line. And you have unlimited guesses until you feel like you have been stumped. And we're going to play the honor system here. I'm going to I'm going to trust that you are not Googling the answer here because we are we are. Yeah, this is true. I could hear you typing, but we are socially distant still. So we are not in the same room. Um, so I'm going to trust I'm going to trust you brother brotherly trust here. Um, if Dave cannot get the answer, we are going to offer it up to our our listeners and followers on Instagram so we will let you know that listen to the show uh Dave did not get the answer um and if you get the answer we'll we'll uh we'll send you out something nice we have some we have some things that we can send um so with without further ado Dave I'm going to cue the music and let's play name that toy all right are you ready yeah all right this toy was initially released in 1989 by Matchbox. Is it Monster in My Pocket? Get the... I hate you. <laughs> Seriously? It's, it's, like, it's like the only toy that they did that um, it wasn't a car, basically. Dude, I had monsters in my pocket. I thought I was being obtuse enough with the questions. All right, you know, or with the fact. All right, what what if I had skipped that one? All right, we're, I'm going to read you the other ones I had. You tell me where yeah. you would have gotten it, all right? Okay. God damn it. Full disclosure, I've been watching a lot of YouTube, and I rem- that's a fact that I remembered from a monster in my pocket video that came up. The original run featured 200 toys over 11 series. Yeah, I mean, that... I wouldn't have gotten it from that. Some of the toys were found offensive in Hindu communities. Um, probably not. One of the wouldn't toys have, that they made, have, they made, I mean, they made, they probably, probably were found offensive, but I probably wouldn't have gotten it from that. Apparently, I'm not super familiar with this with this toy line. I remember it, but not intimately familiar with it. Apparently, they made Ganesh, the the elephant god, and they they included him in their monsters line. <laughs> so. They they weren't people who are of our of the Hindu faith were not not happy about that, which is understandable. So after after being introduced uh, after being introduced here in 1994 by the Corinthian Marketing Group, they were again relaunched in the UK in 2006 by the same company. Yeah, you might have led with the wrong clue. Shit. Um, other- I would have gotten it by that point though. So. Other other ways this brand was featured was through trading cards, a short-lived comic, uh, gotten it on this. an NES game by Konami, and a 1992 C- uh, TV special produced by Hanna Barbera. That would have, if yeah, that would have been it. It would have happened there. Mm. All right. Well, you won. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have won. I'll tell you that much. Because the Konami video game would have given it away, and the cartoon and the comic book. Shit. You're just so much better at this than I am. And it's also, it's hard to stump a walking encyclopedia. I know I can't. That, and you literally picked something that I collected or that I had. Well, that's, so I was thinking, <laughs> okay, maybe I have to adjust, I have to adjust my thinking, was I'm going to pick something that I know he had that he probably hasn't thought about in forever. That was my, that was my mindset. 
Uh, I'm surprised you didn't think that I would have known that. Well, there was actually like a fun story. Uh, yeah, like I, I remember getting those. I feel like our area was a test market for them. That's kind of cool. Well, we had I a lot of toy totally stores. Wrong, but I remember having those, and they were like brand new. All right. Well, you won. Um, I made it too easy, I guess. So I'm so I'm sorry, listeners. That's the quickest uh, name that toy ever. All right. Well, with that, Dave, I think um, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up for for this episode. I think we're gonna wrap it up for episode twenty three, and um, we have some some fun things on the horizon. And uh, sorry, there's no prize, everybody. Yeah, you big you big jerk. You ruined it for everybody. <laughs> sorry i ruined there was no prize so quickly stop being so smart you asshole (laughs) oh my goodness all right dave well i think i think that's going to be it for the evening um we'll we'll see you guys next time all right bye everyone Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both in our show notes. Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware prohibited and some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours. This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.